Welcome to the Vespasian Warner Library District podcast. Patrons often remark that working in a library must be wonderful because you get to read all day. Though it is wonderful, library staff rarely have time to do any reading on the job that isn't strictly business. Serving our patrons and community requires more than just checking out items and shelving them once they come back in. The library is really a busy place, even when it doesn't appear to be. In this series of episodes, we'll take you behind the scenes of the Vespasian Warner Library. Get to know the staff and everything they do on a daily basis so the library can best serve its patrons and the community. Hi, I'm Logan, and I am the assistant business manager at the library. You might recognize my voice if you've called the library in recent months, but I only started in April, so there's also a good chance we haven't crossed paths yet. Aside from what you expect from anyone working at the library, answering phones, checking out books, stuff like that, I do a lot to keep the library's lights on and make sure everything on the back end runs smoothly. I make sure the library's bills get paid, collecting all the bills we get sent every two weeks, getting them approved and sent to our accountant, then collecting the checks our accountant had written and getting them sent out in the mail. I also handle payroll, which is pretty much the same process, just instead of waiting for bills to come in, I check the timesheet and send that information along to our accountant. I also deposit the money we make from making copies and faxes for patrons at the bank every so often. I tend to pick up a lot of miscellaneous tasks around the library, so there's plenty more I could mention, but I don't want to bore listeners by describing in detail pretty typical office work. Some more unique responsibilities I've picked up uh, here has to do with our archives and historical collections. If you've ever noticed the display case just as you enter the periodicals room, which is where the DVDs magazines and video games are shelved, I actually have taken over designing small museum exhibits to go in that display case. So far I've done two. Uh, The first was on the library's history, and I was able to have it coincide with the 30th anniversary of the groundbreaking for the expansion of the library. The second is on Lincoln's legacies to coincide with Flat Lincoln uh, visiting the library back in July. If you're listening soon after this episode released, it might still be up if you'd like to give it a look. Putting these exhibits together is a lot of work, even for a small area like that. I don't quite have a set-in-stone process yet, but I'll try to lay out how I put these things together. Uh, First, I just have a look around the archives to see what topics we have a lot of material on. I'm still learning exactly how much material I need to fill the display case, so when I am given free reign to pick a topic for the display, I lean towards topics I am confident will have more than enough material to fill the display case with. If Bobby, our director, has asked me to do the display on a particular topic, then I'm more taking this look around to figure out how much material I have to work with and start thinking about a more specific theme for the exhibit. I know that might seem confusing since I already have a topic, so I'll quickly explain. The topic is generally what I am covering with the display, and the theme would be the specific focus of the exhibit. Using the Lincoln's Legacy display as an example, the topic was Lincoln, and the theme was how Lincoln was remembered, his legacies. The reason I do this is because a topic as broad as Lincoln would be too wide to fit into just the little display case I have to work with, and because I am limited by what we have in the library's archives. 
Uh, as I finish browsing the archives, I'll grab one of the archival boxes or just a bunch of unboxed artifacts, bring them to my desk, and start looking over them, putting aside the most interesting or relevant ones I find. I do this until I figure I have about twice as many items as I'd need to fill the display area, at which point I should have a good idea of what I want the theme of the exhibit to be. And I start sifting through all the interesting items I kept aside, keeping only the most interesting or relevant and putting the rest back. Next, I write captions for all the items I have left. This part can take surprisingly long, despite how short the captions are, because I try to balance a lot of things when I'm writing them. I want them to explain the artifact itself, give some historical context, tie it into the larger theme of the exhibit, and hopefully provide some food for thought, all in just a couple of sentences. Uh, sometimes to do that, I will need to stop and do further research on the topic of the exhibit to add more detail, or make sure what I'm writing is actually accurate. <laughs> After that, it's time to print the captions and do some arts and crafts. Attaching the captions to pieces of construction paper to give the exhibit some more polish, and a bit of color to liven it up. Finally, I design a poster to announce the title of the exhibit, print that, and with everything finally assembled, switch out the old exhibit for the new one. While this work might not seem essential to the duties of the library, I would argue it actually is. The library stores a lot of historical artifacts related to Clinton and DeWitt County, and simply keeping these artifacts in our archives without making them accessible to the public wouldn't do much more than if all these items had just been thrown out. Part of the work of preserving history is making sure that people actually learn about it, not just keeping a bunch of dusty books no one knows about safe. <laughs> On top of that, uh, historical artifacts rarely speak entirely for themselves. Having staff members make it part of their job to know about the things in our historical archives allows the library to better serve patrons trying to use those materials. And as for the rest of my work, I'd like to think it's pretty uh, evident uh, how that is important. If we don't pay the bills, the lights won't turn on. If I don't get payroll done, no one's going to show up to the circulation desk to work it. That said, being diligent with my office work is important to the library in another way. Uh, it keeps us prepared for the yearly audit. The library is audited each year since we are a public institution, and we want to ensure that the public's money is being used correctly. Keeping good records of the checks we write, money we take in, and all manner of other paperwork over the course of the year makes sure that if there ever is any wrongdoing, it's found out. And perhaps more importantly, though, Good record-keeping helps make sure none of us appear to be doing something wrong when we're not. So I hope that gives you a better idea of what goes on behind the scenes here at the library. The library staff is committed to serving our patrons and our community. We hope that this episode has given you a little insight on the work that it takes to fulfill that goal. Thank you for joining us. For more information about the Vespasian Warner Library District and its staff, please go to vwarner.org.